Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Well, as we have been discussing, China's economic activity worsened in November with widespread virus outbreaks and restrictions. Uh, joining us now to talk about the numbers, Ender Curran, Bloomberg's chief Asia economics correspondent. And uh, we had a miss on industrial production growing just 2.2%. We were expecting 35 And retail sales off by almost 6%, uh, a much sharper decline than expected and probably not going to get much better, is it? Yes, I think when you see these numbers this morning, Paula, it should come as no surprise really that China is having to pivot away from its very strict COVID zero strategy. As you mentioned, weakness across the board here, uh, fixed asset investment, industrial output, retail sales, all missing analyst estimates. The big contraction in retail sales is a real standout. I mean, when you look through the components, it's almost negative right across the board in terms of what people are spending or not spending their money on. We also had numbers out this morning showing that the house house prices continue, continue to decline, although the pace of that decline slowed a little bit in November from uh, October. But you have to say, when you take it all together, these numbers for November are bad. They captured that the economy was in a, a hole, and it does speak to why the authorities are having to make the pivot that they are. Yeah, but look at what's happening right now. I mean, you can see it very clearly from where you are in Hong Kong. On the mainland, you've got these COVID cases spiking in Beijing. There's the risk it's going to spread in, in into some industrial centers, which would even dampen uh, industrial output. I can only imagine the negative impact on consumer sentiment. And we're five weeks out from the Lunar New Year holiday. I mean, this could get a lot worse before it gets better. Well, this seems to be the initial reaction from analysts also. They are making the point that those numbers in, in those numbers for November are almost ancient history now. We're talking about a whole new paradigm for the economy, and that is how does it manage the exit waves? So number one is the public health issue. How, how, you know, how will people cope? How will hospitals cope? What kind of fatality rate will there be? And in that environment, to your point, people are saying that's hardly going to be uh, sort of unleashing fertile ground for unleashing animal spirits among consumers. There's a chance of ongoing disruption, say, to uh, factory production, because just like every other economy, if workers get sick, they can't turn up. Throw in that disruption to your, to your services sector as well, university, schools, shop shops, and everything else. So the point is, the coming months are going to be choppy until we see how China can navigate this. We do. There is an unusual factor with China that we're going into this massive annual holiday, Lunar New Year holiday, coming up in the middle of January. That's obviously going to be a huge test for the authorities in terms of, are they really now going to live with this disease? Have they adjusted? Or will they roll back and try and put on some restrictions on, on travel and the like? So I think the near-term picture, looking pretty choppy. Most people saying, hang on till maybe second quarter to get a clearer handle on where the economy is going. Yeah, this whole environment seems ripe for policy support. Uh, what are we anticipating here? 
Well, we did have the central bank in the market this morning. They they actually put extra money into the system. Uh, that's being interpreted really as just trying to calm down a nervous credit market. Um, you know, there's ongoing turmoil in China's credit markets linked to the property sector. So they've tipped in some extra money there to calm down those borrowing costs, those spreads. Uh, but they did not lower their interest rate this morning, the central bank, and that's because there's a view uh, interest rates are already low enough. It's not. It's not lower interest rates that China needs right now. It's probably you know a, a much more a much more far-reaching vaccination campaign. I think that the authorities are preaching every day about pressures on the economy. So we will see ongoing public support. There will be more public money coming. The survey jobless rate this morning isn't a perfect read of China's labour market, but it ticked up, and you have to look at the direction. So you can be sure the authorities will respond to that. So I would say. Uh, keep an eye on the fiscal side of it. We do, have a, we do have a very important meeting of economic officials in Beijing this week, and they're expected to set out the economic program for the year ahead. We won't get a readout this week, but you can be sure supporting the economy will be a big part of that. And thank you so much. It's always a pleasure. Uh, Enda Curran there is Bloomberg's chief Asia economics correspondent, uh, joining us from Hong Kong, unpacking uh, the weak economic data that we had, both for industrial production and retail sales. This is Bloomberg. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.